James, LeBron James lost. Man, I was at a great ass bar. Um you drinking your pain away. I, I didn't even get to start, man. I, I, I was hurt. I was hurt. I bet you was. Bro. I was at uh Battery Park. Okay. You Yo. was out my way. Why you didn't call me? Lit. Oh, oh speaking of calling man, look at that. <laughs> my bad, my bad. My mm. homegirl me up, told me to come out there. Some boys, um, <laughs> big ass TV. Hey, that was a good answer. That was a good answer. Big ass TV <laughs> to watch my boy Lose. give up. Give you think up he gave up? Do you think he, he gave up? He gave up. up. Okay, yeah, I did. Sure. You know, I don't even. I didn't even watch. I think what took that soul away, honestly, was game one. Um, so you, so you blaming Jr. I'm not blaming Jr. Because actually, people are blaming Jr. But I'm blaming Jordan too for missing that free throw. Honestly. Is it because of school or like? Um, I, I think well, George Hill missed that that free throw. Um, oh, so George Hill missed that free throw, and I think that's what kind of overshadowed it. Okay. Because if he wouldn't miss that that free throw, Jr. would have never got a rebound. Warriors would have got the ball back, and so he would have been up. I mean, that's valid. That's yeah. valid. I mean, no. that's fine, but nigga, you still can't go the wrong way. You can't. Yeah, that's why if you were so high that he forgot how yeah, smart he was. You get it? He not not him, his IQ was that high. That's what it was. And they had a timeout. So they could easily So that was a Tyloo's fault then. That was yeah. That's a mistake too. Yeah. A lot of people that, that was, was a, it. That was they a I really can't get the whole blame. No. Yeah, like they had a timeout. LeBron went back to the bench and asked Tyloo, do we have a timeout? Yeah. And LeBron yeah. called the timeout. I don't know if nobody saw that. LeBron, though? Yes. Why? Huh? Is his nickname Ty? Why are we calling him Ty? Who said Ty? Yeah, his nickname Ty. Tyloo. Tyloo. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's a terrible <laughs> name. Yeah. But, um, but LeBron called the timeout, but he took it away he quick because he was like, he didn't want to have a Chris Webber moment calling the timeout when they didn't have a timeout. But they had a timeout, so wait. That's but Tyloo could have stepped up and called the timeout. Showed that up. So it's it's blame all around, but it's the fact that they went out in four games. Like I honestly didn't even watch the game. I did not care. Yeah. I did. It was like this. Really felt like the the what the final the Western Conference Finals was a real finals. Like everybody said, the hard yeah. throws were great. But then and then you know honestly, that could have played out differently if Chris Paul doesn't get hurt. Oh my God! Yes. Like uh, that. That was what I wanted to happen. I rather you want him to get hurt. No, I want to. I want to say, yeah, I wanted to see him. Flirt. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah I want. I want. No, Chris. Chris That's Paul. Up. To me, Chris Paul deserves to be in the NBA Finals and deserves to have a ring with some team. He's been putting in work since day one with the with the uh, with the old Hornets, right? You know, and them yeah. with them yellow jerseys, man. Mm-hmm. Like he's been putting work from the beginning. I've always been a fan. He is the to me. He is the quintessential point guard. Um, he is a leader. He's a captain. Don't get me wrong. I love he's Chris Paul, but sometimes he, mm, sometimes he gives up. Like I've seen him give up in them Clipper series when he was playing for the Clippers. After mm-hmm. a while, yeah. he started to give up. Now I'm glad he's had this like I mean, rebirth, resurgence. Too, yeah. I actually didn't whatever. know how him and James Harden was gonna turn out. Yeah. No, nobody was confident about yeah. it. Like, how you gonna have two people? But it actually worked out perfectly. Like you have but, two, potentially um, two points out. And from what this shows, he actually was better than James Harden. I mean, from from what the playoffs are. From a perspective, I mean, yeah. from a perspective. But of we all know James Harden has a habit of like 
but to go to Philly and have Simmons and Embiid really mm-hmm. like somebody got to leave. Bella. Yeah, so I, I agree with that. That's actually I think that's a very valid assessment um, because they already got something good going. They yeah. made it to where they made it to this year, so they can only go up or down. I feel like they'll be able to trend upward. Mm-hmm. They just need to make. I mean, if they have if they have folks and folks comes back and actually is able to play, yeah, I feel like they, he'll be able to actually run the floor and kind of like you know run the team and have them actually run plays and you know get Embiid set up, yeah. get Simmons set up. Because Simmons, Simmons is a ball dominant forward too. Yeah. But I feel like he can actually I feel like him and Fultz will be able to kind of coexist in that aspect. But and the only other option is what you said first. Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, that. I mean, They like, just got to, the front right. office got to get to work, man. Somebody it, needs to ask Savannah where she want to go. Because that's, 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 that's the key right there. That's the important part. Well, her and her Brown Jr., like, where, where Brown Jr. want to go play his, uh, his, his high school ball at? Like, yeah. high school ball. That's like, the key know. right there. We know he gonna be the second. I'm not gonna say the second coming, but I, I was telling somebody the other day. You know, how people keep been comparing uh, him and Michael, of course, and then him and Kobe, but more so him and Michael. Um, I feel like comparing him and Michael is is futile until LeBron actually retires and gets into owning a team like Michael did. Mm-hmm. So they can compare them on that aspect of things. Then I also feel like they can compare the children because Michael Jordan's son sucked at basketball. Oh, they suck. Hmm. But Brown yeah. Jr. was good right now. You never know what's happening. Yeah. But you know, but but but. But you important. also have to think about, like, LeBron James. Is, just a physical specimen. LeBron James is like. We haven't seen that. You know what I mean? Physical mm-hmm. specimen. Michael. That's a talent. That's a talent you don't get. True. Like. It's a talent and an IQ. That you just can't, you can't, you can't that match you, that. Yeah, you don't get that type of raw talent. Except Kobe. Kobe, Kobe and Michael are the only person you compare to Michael. Yeah, Kobe because Kobe yeah. freaking watched every Michael yeah. Jackson basketball. I mean, Michael Jordan. <laughs> 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 oh, Michael Jackson had one basketball video. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Jordan. And if he got you uh, follow, uh, that shit? That's yeah. because Kobe literally like mimics everything that Jordan yeah, did. Watch yeah. all the great. <laughs> yeah. walking on the corner. Yeah. Kobe literally like mimicked everything Jordan did. Mm. So of True. course, of course that. But like that's as far as Michael Jordan, that's a talent. Like that's like yeah, it's untouchable. Like you, you don't, you never, you, 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 you will never see anything like that again. And that's the media that would honestly compare. Yeah. Them. And yeah. then you gotta think about Savannah, not Savannah, not short. Like Michael' wife was kind of. And she wasn't. Which one? Tomorrow, Juanita? Yeah. She's not tall. She didn't look athletic uh, at all. Well, I mean, true. Savannah looked like she might be Davis. able to, Donda, no. to like, shoot a basket. Ronda. So she was drafting the NBA draft next year? No, no, no. No. She just looked like she could, you know, play Ball. some type of sport. I feel you. I feel you. Not Donda. just not cheer, you know. Like a, 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 <laughs> I was never going to say that. Something great. Something um, great. Not that cheering is not sport, but I mean more of like a you know a yeah, physical like a, a more physical sport. I got you. Contact mm-hmm. sport, not like physical. That's you, bro. Is that Chef Tommy? It's the chef. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have answered for Chef Tommy. We live. <laughs> hey, Chef Tommy. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no. I wish him well wherever he goes. Wherever he Where goes. Where do you think Ron going? 
don't know. <laughs> I, honestly, since Colin got drafted there, I kind of hope he stays in there. Yeah. Cleveland. I think it'd be a good idea. But, you know, they got to, like I said, they got to make some other moves, like bring some other veterans in there that are actually going to be helpful to the cause. Yeah. Um, you know, I still think it's, it's still funny that whole, like, when that uh, whole hell of a trade that they made midseason. Yeah. And the fact that if they would have kept those people by the end of the season, I wonder, one, I wonder if Miami would actually, I think Miami would have still made it to the playoffs for sure. Um, I wonder if, how, they they how, how well they would have done in the, in the actual playoffs. playoffs. I feel like they would have actually done better. You think so? The squad. I think maybe because of the squad they had. Like, I feel like it would have taken more them. More veterans? I think it just would have taken them. Like, they would have been lower in terms of ranking in the East mm-hmm. than they ended up being. Yeah. But I think they would have actually been able to successfully, like, get. But they would have been too many games in the regular season to even. But that was, I mean, true. But it was it was hella early, though. I mean, yeah. you're right, though. Like, if you see something working, like, yeah. it wasn't the vibe. It just looked like it just was. It was trash. I mean, it was definitely trash. Yeah. Trash, but you saw how they're moving towards the end of the season when they actually made the trade. Like mm-hmm. Clark was looking good, Nance was looking good, being solid and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, okay, we got a rejuvenation. We still got these young folks good. Mm-hmm. The playoffs come around, y'all losing every other game. Like, yeah, like, come on, bro. So I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, and I mean they really didn't do bad until what the Pacers game was kind of iffy in the Pacers True. series and the Pacers, the Pacers and the Celtics were all Celtics. Like, like, all of the struggles, but yeah. Yeah, that's still that's a classic series, though, honestly. Yeah. But, so, this was good. so, um, are we trying to change subjects? <laughs> Actually, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> I do, I just want to bring up some, like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with our country right now. Like, I'm so, this is America. <laughs> I'm disappointed, um, to be from Texas right now. I'm just disappointed. Like, these, um, in general, yeah, I feel you. These em- these um I don't is it immigrants or migrants which one immigrants, immigrants yeah. um, camps that they have set up where these children are being um Hell. taken from their parents from yeah. their families like that shit is like that's extremely depressing it's not cool yeah. it's like you see the pictures of them um on mats with the foil um blankets and that's just I don't know like it's is 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 eerily similar to slavery, not slavery, but like the, concentration the camps. Concentration yeah, camps. yeah. When the Jews, like, when they got there and they, they like separated they separated the, the kids yeah. from the and I uh, say slavery because the same thing happened too with, with slavery. We would get brought over. We would definitely get you're right. They, they, you're right. They did separate them from, from the parents from the go kids. Go to different like, different states. Different states. Yeah. Like sure, right. across the whole. Like, Folks never know who they can find their parents and they never seen that never seen again. Yeah. That's real. Like it's just yeah. it's just disappointing that like this is literally our country and we have to live with this every day that this is actually happening. And you know, it's actually, like well, we don't have to live with it, but these I mean, families well, have I mean, to live we have to live with knowing that this is actually yeah. happening. That it's not it's not like it's our fault, mm-hmm. but like the fact that okay, I'm an American, like and I'm representing the country of America the, the country of America, the United States of America. Yeah. And knowing that, okay, this is all amongst all the other shit we got going on, we got this added on top of it. Like yeah. like how can you like I just, you know, we're supposed to protect the children, children are our future and stuff like that. How can you, how can you knowingly, morally, like, do something as ridiculous as that? Like, you think about, but if you think about our country as a whole, our country does not, like, the moral compass is not very, is not very straight. You're right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean. 
there's that. They said Trump was. But, they said Trump was. Um, I I, heard, I don't know if the quote is correct, but it was something to the effect of him choosing strength over heart. And I was like, that's a very selfish. Like that's a very selfish thing to do. I understand you can something you got to rule the iron fist, but this is to me this is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Like you literally like 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 you have to put yourself in this. I think there's some like a lack of empathy. You have to put yourself in the shoes of those children. Like these are yeah. children that don't know. They might not even know lick of English. Mm-hmm. They might just be learning it a little bit. And then their parents are from another country trying to make a better life for themselves. This yeah. is supposed to be you know the the the, the Statue of Liberty is supposed to be the light to shine for people that coming from other countries, all other like creeds and everything like that. And we're supposed to be like a shining light for them. Come, come, bring us your. I'm not gonna try to hold yes, it, but bring us whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but bring, bring us your people, right? Like, and and we're gonna you know make a better life for themselves. But now children are gonna have a horrible taste in their mouths. Like, yeah, I was I was five years old. I was in a camp. You know, they took my mom away from me for like three months. Like, you gotta think about craziest fight. I just don't get it. Um, that and just think about like like I posted a picture of me and my brothers and my mom from mm-hmm. when I was like one. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine being in another country at 30. Me and my mom together traveling to right. another country right. where I, we say France because I don't speak no French. Yeah. We mm-hmm. get there and we're separated. separated. And they right. tell me, no, they don't tell me when I could see her again. We're, we're detained and separated. They don't yeah. tell me, like, if I can see her again, when I'm going to see her again, what's going on. And everybody's speaking French around me. Yeah. I know, what's going on? Yeah, you'd be terrified. So terrified, uh, yeah. so scared, so like, and I'm 30. So I can only imagine what a three-year-old, a four-year-old, a six-year-old, I don't know if they're separating babies from them. Like, I have a six-month-old nephew. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I could not imagine him not being with his mom. Like, he's still breastfeeding. And I know people, I couldn't like, imagine that. people with children, like, really feel this, this. Yeah, like my niece is two and three, and she would probably be trying to fight somebody if they separated her from my brother or my um her mom. Like that's it's just like you're literally you're literally interrupting the development of a child, and it's gonna have a negative impact on their lives because they're gonna be like you know it's trauma. It's trauma. It's it's trauma. trauma. Like they're gonna have post traumatic stress. Mm -hmm. You literally you give it you give it like how can you how can you go to sleep at night realizing that you're giving children that's one thing that I just cannot like. That's really sociopathic. Like it's just very yeah. extremely like. It's thoughtless. It's heartless, and it's just very disappointing. I just don't. I I can't wrap my head around it. I really yeah. Can't. If you want to call your um state representative, do that. You can call um two zero two 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 four three one two one. Um, you'll ask to either they'll ask you if you want to talk to the. The senator or the representative. I'm not sure if one matters over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, pick one, and then they'll ask for your zip code, and then all you have to say is, um, "I live in, say, your city and state, and I support SB three zero three six." But also, be aware. Somebody told me, and I don't know how true this is. I need to look into it. Mm-hmm. That this is possibly. A um, precursor to the U.S. government taking away all children from their parents, whether they are immigrants or citizens, because um, to become wards of the state, essentially stripping away parents' rights and the children being raised and programmed by the government. 
I don't know how true that is. That sounds like some real futuristic type shit. Bruh, I don't know, but you know, hey, anything is possible, right? So um just be careful, um, be mindful of the things that are being um written into law and signed into law. And if you don't agree, please, please speak on them. We have our voting rights for a reason. If you don't agree with what your representative is um voting yes for, send him a letter, letter, send him an email, call him, call him, yeah. call him. And um, you know, like we say we can't evoke change, but if enough people are calling and bothering the shit out of these people, right. they're they have to realize that their base is not for something, their their state is not for something. So they, they have, to make, have to make a change. And if and if after enough people have called them and they still haven't changed, then it's time to vote them out. So that's my um that's my PSA right for that right there. I think I'm really passionate because my niece is too. And that's like, that's like my little homie. She's like, like that's that's my dude. And yeah. I couldn't imagine like not being able to get to her. Like if my brother couldn't get to her, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine like not being able to get to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's just like, yeah, that's it's too much. We're doing, we're doing the most right now. changes going on. We have LeBron James possibly changing teams. We mm-hmm. have um, huh. we have the Carters, you know, um, changing it up. I don't think they have a whole album. The Carters? Yeah. <laughs> they are the Carters. They they changed it up and created a whole group. A whole new group. Amongst themselves. Amongst yeah. themselves. Yeah. What's the last couple um, of groups we've we have um, Takashi Six Nine. He actually came out and you know. He's changing his uh, behavior. Trying to. Or trying to. Making it seem like he's doing. Well, he said he takes life for granted after Extension dies. So even Extension's death is um, hopefully changing some people True. for yeah. the better. For the better. Um, so change is the topic for the minute. So. <clears throat> True. John, I'll let you go ahead. And- Thanks, Ronnie. So, uh, you know, want to talk about changes and how they can be positive in your life and being able to take that step towards change and how it will benefit you in the future or actually maybe immediately, right? So, as we did talk about earlier, um, the various changes that are happening in sports and some of them not good. Yeah, some of them are good, some are bad. Yeah, (laughs) tender, tender camps. Tender age camps, whatever. True, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the unfortunate immigrant camps, like that's how our country kind of changes from the negative. Um, but I wanted to touch on how change can be positive in your life, right? So, for example, right, I guess I'll talk from a personal perspective. Um, you know, I've, I've always been in the computers and doing stuff like that and music and stuff, and I've always liked comedy, you know, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when I was, like, even in college, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. I wanted to miss music and computers somehow. I mean, technically, I listen to music every day and I work on a computer, so I guess that's my initial idea of doing it. But I also work comedy in there too. Um, that was funny. 
Um, so I went to work comedy in there too. So, you know, eventually I had to take a step. I was like, you know what? Like me and Ray linked up eventually. He was like, I'm yeah. going to do some stuff, right? So I was kind of nervous at first. And then eventually I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, let's just do it. Let me just go ahead and write some stuff. Let me throw some stuff out there. And kind of put myself, you know, out there as a comedy writer, right? Yeah. Um, so I had to take that step towards that. Of course, the other step is the stand-up thing. And that's comes eventually. I'm just, you know. That's, that's a hard thing to take, but you know, you know, like put myself out there with a podcast is actually like honestly the first big step I feel like I've taken in terms of moving towards that career path and mm-hmm. making that my my um uh, my vocation instead of just my hobby. Yeah. Um. So you know, I just feel like I'm from it's it's a good thing to change or make a change that might make you super scared, might make you have to feel very nervous, but taking that step and leap of faith. Cause you never know where that change will get you, right? Sure, like, sure. you know, I've known y'all for a little bit so far. But, yeah. You know, we, we never really interacted in this. We, I mean, we had conversations, but in this type of manner, actually working together, like on a, you know, really on a, however often we work together. Yeah, we are working together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like we, we, change, <laughs> we, we, we change our relationships. Like, we have yeah. already have like a good rapport with each other, but mm-hmm. we, we went from being like acquaintances to kind of being like cool, like I guess friends or whatever. And now we're like, okay, we're wrong. Yeah. But we're not friends for sure. Nah. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, me and Ronnie is definitely not friends. We just, we just, we, just, we definitely just co-work for sure. Yeah. Like, right, we, we co-work for sure. We, we got a bit of a friendship. You know? Somebody so, told me I had a popping social life because, and they added my podcast as part of my social life. I was like, this is social, but this is not like it's not your social my life. social yeah. life. This is like you discuss your social life on here, right? This is, work. <laughs> this is work. This, this is work. This is. This is work. It's I mean, a part of it. It is a part yeah, of yeah. it, but and it's, it's a passion project that we want to become bigger. Yeah. But it's work. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, when I think about social, I think about, like, going out, wow, having a good yeah. time, Kids going to right a here. different event. Like, yeah. when we come here, this is, like, of course, we're being social. Yeah, yeah. But this is, like, this is, like, job number two. Yeah, that exactly. I just don't exactly. see a check from you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Soon enough, too. We're gonna see. We're gonna see them very soon. I'll, I'll put that out there. But you see, and then we know we gotta change the mindset. Yeah. Ah, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. So, like, so just being able to, you know, make that change mentally and um, being able to just, you know, reach a point to where you're not afraid to change for the better, right? Because you never know where it'll get you, right? We we've been doing this for about almost a year. almost a year now, yeah. right? And you know, it started off a little slow. We mm-hmm. kind of, you know, put pieces together here and there, but eventually we got rolling. We rolling. Recording in the living room. It's recording in the living room. Yeah. And we ended up upgrading to this place yeah. at unnamed location. You know, uh-huh. um, <laughs> but um, you know, like just being able to make that change on our on our end yeah. to you know do something that we actually want to do together to further our individual, I guess, dream dreams, Go right? Ahead. You know, because Ray got comedy, Ronnie got film, I got yeah. comedy as well, and you know, but we all came together. To Create something together that would actually get us to the. We can put our we can put our um, ideas and our skills and our, our, our talents together mm-hmm. to make something bigger, right? So you know we're, we we ideally we'll be changing each other's lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's how, that's how, that's how I feel about it. So how y'all feel about change? Like, what do y'all think about change? Change brought me here. See, there we go. <laughs> it brought me because I, I was of course I'm from New Jersey, but it was a place I grew up. But I was like I want I just want a little bit more. So, you knew there was more to life than I knew there was yeah. more to life than yeah, yeah. Not, not, not saying that there's nothing, and there's nothing wrong, wrong with it, yeah, but yeah. you wanted to make yeah, a change. Wanted, I wanted to make a change. I didn't want to do the norm like everybody else. Everybody else in my family grew up there, started working there, and that was 
pretty much gonna be it. Just to get a house, have kids, and stay there. But I was like, I want, I just want something different. Like, cause I could already see where I'm headed. So I just, I just wanted to change my environment a little bit, see what else is, is out there. Cause we always like to visit places and go places, but it's very rare you kind of want to move to, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. So I just shot my shot, you know, and and now I'm out here. Yeah. So I think um actually I hate change. I hate change. Change gives me anxiety. Especially change just the change just gives me like I don't I don't want to go. Like me and my brother, I think me and my brother gonna sing when it's like here we go, my grandma got out. My grandma would just change like shit in the house for like no reason. Like what like 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 what what was your That's reason what they do, for doing this? Like, yeah. But no, like, but I, I, I hate change, but I also like, um, and I also might hate change because my dad loves like a really small way. So it's just like mm-hmm. change just, you know, it's, yeah. it brings up other things. True. But moving here, I, I did two, I've done two big changes in my life. The mm-hmm. biggest change, the first big change was moving, was going off to school to mm-hmm. Virginia. So I went from Texas to Virginia. And and I, and looking back at it, I guess it was like a big change. And I tell people, it's like, dang, you went really far away from school. Mm-hmm. But when you prepare for change, it's not, it, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. And I was prepped to go away from school from the time I was born. My mom prepped me. She ingrained that in me. She instilled that in me. Yeah. It was always, um, you know, you can go away, but you can always come back. Yeah. Like, like go away and live life and figure, like, Learn life. something yeah. different and meet new people and meet, you know, yeah. and be somewhere different. But you like home will always be home. Yeah, that's right. how my that's how my mom always like phrases us. Home will always be home. But go out and you know learn something new. Like yeah, meet yeah. people from different places. That's like one of the best things I could have done was go away from Definitely. school. Like yeah. I met people from Cali, from New York, from every coast. Yeah, every coast in America. I met people from like yeah. it's like going away and you can I can go to Cali and not have to worry about a like finding a place to stay. I right. can go to you know all these different places and not worry about um, finding a place to stay. But um, that was the big thing. And then moving here, yeah. moving here. Um, I moved here September two thousand and thirteen. Um, I'm I'm almost five years resident. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, I'm um, of Atlanta, um, but like I was working in production a little bit, and my homeboy was like, "Yo, if you move, like you know, I got you. I'll keep you working." And I was like, I didn't want to really move to New York. I had done an internship in New York, and I love Brooklyn vibes. Like I'm, I'm gonna be like struggle fest out yeah, there. Like yeah, I don't know, I'm gonna make it, especially in the industry that I'm in because mm-hmm. it's so fickle and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, I don't, mm, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to. Um, to really thrive like I want to thrive out, yeah. out there, but I moved here, and um, I feel like God positioned me. God said, hmm. like after after I got that yo, after I got that like <laughs> <laughs> after I got that like yo, like you'll be good if you move here. Yeah. God was like, like I prayed about it, and He was like. This is where you need to be. Like yeah. Atlanta is where you need to be for some reason. Like Atlanta is where you need it. to be. Yeah, I felt it, and I still yeah. feel it. 
and people ask me like, "Am I settled here? Like, will I? Will I? Do I feel like I'm gonna move? I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna move. Yeah. Like, I know Atlanta is home for now. Yeah, yeah. It feels like home. It was a good change. It was a yeah. needed change. It was like, it was a, it's a far enough away to where like I'm not like that leaning far. on yeah. my family and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I have family out here that if I'm in a crunch, if I'm in an emergency, like I can get to somebody. Yeah, yeah. True, but true. um, and that's how I felt. Like I was. I got out here. I kept. I definitely got homesick. Thanksgiving came because I moved in October, but Thanksgiving was like next month. So yeah. I was like, oh, oh shit. I, I, Thanksgiving. I said, I gotta go home. <laughs> I booked the flight, and then Christmas came right <laughs> after that. Yeah, I said, I gotta go back home. But you know what? I always, I always go home for the holidays. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I tend not to go home. During but the then, summer as much, but I always go And then I had a, a flip, I had a flip switch. Like, some just was like, all right, I can adjust it. I'm meeting, I'm meeting friends, I'm meeting people. True, true, true. I'm cool. Now I'll go home and be like, all right, I'm ready to go to Atlanta. Like, people are like, yeah. like, it, it switches up. But it just switched up. And that's all like, all right, it's starting to, this is kind of the way I need to. It's starting to change. It's starting to change. Oh. It's starting to change. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. See when and I now, first when I first got out here, I was gone home a lot, but it wasn't because like I wanted to. It was because stuff kept on popping up. My mom would be like, "Um, your granny such and such birthday is coming up. You coming home? Da da da, it's coming up. You coming home?" And I'll be like, "Dang, like I'm trying to be out there remember, to where you know." I remember the early stages of like being in my boy crib, wanting to go out, ain't really got nobody to go out with. You said the comedy clubs alone. And now yeah. it's four years in. I feel like. I done grew up here almost. Like, I know people that. Yeah, you do know, know people. Here, like, um, Ray runs the A guy. That's it. Ray runs the A. I don't even Ray that is a skit, though. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's like a whole series of skit. Ray runs the A. Like, it could be like, should I, oh, no, it could be no, like no, you no, going no. into the club yeah. and like you like like you run the A, but people be like, don't, go don't know yeah. who the fuck. Is. Yeah, Let's that's a skit. Bro. I'm here. Let's edit that. Let's edit I mean, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know how you gonna do it. Though, do it. So. Yeah, I can't say that idea, bro. Who, who, who else we know named Ray? Yeah. That's running the A. If you, if you did this. If you steal oh, this, is you brilliant. Hey, that's a bar. That's this a bar. <laughs> if you steal that idea, you whack, this bro. This is really true. Hey, I, you know, you got to put me in that skit for that specific bar. I'm going to deliver every time. But yeah, like, I mean, so, you know, I'm, diff- I'm kind of different with y'all in the aspect. I'm born and raised here. So, you know, I've been here. I didn't really jet out here. I went to college here. So this is like my hometown. Like, I am, I've been here. I'm, 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 you are a Atlanta baby. Exactly. Well, I mean, Decatur baby. Well, no, no. It's good. I'm gonna tell you something else about Atlanta. It's, it's well, it, it, this is mixed with Atlanta and the South. It's very welcoming. southern and welcoming, and and uh, what you call it? What you call it? Warm. What's the water word I'm looking for? Humid. Humid. Um, no, it makes you feel comfortable, like you're at home. Hospitality. Uh, yes. Hospitable. The southern, southern hospitality is is real. I remember interviewing for my job. I felt so comfortable. It felt like I was on somebody's couch in that grandma house living room talking to them. That's awesome. That's not the business I work in, but that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how good that's like my great. interview. Very, yeah. That's how great my interview was. Like they called me back that day and was like, "You got a job." That's I was awesome. like, oh, "I gotta go back home and text." But um, <laughs> that's <laughs> but awesome. that's how like Yo, it is real. Oh, another another big change in my life was 
April, May of my junior year of college. I was third year bio major, mm. going into my senior year, and I decided I did not want to go back to school. Ooh, that's another change. I remember that summer. I remember being in my uncle and aunt's um, kitchen. And my mom was there, my uncle was there, and I was just talking to them. I was like, yo, because my aunt was a was a doctor. She was a doctor. And she's kind of the reason. Okay, <laughs> you, you, no, you were no. getting the greatest laugh no. out of this I, I really <laughs> wanted to know if John knew where I was going with that. I, I was like, Chaney, you know where I was going with that? Hold on, I, I really wanted to know if you, if you were inside my tell head. Me, tell me where you was going. Let me know, because I feel like we was on the same spot. But I was laughing because you just said, Chaney, I'm like, Cause I was about to say like change is good for any of us. <coughs> Whatever it takes for y'all to get about the hood. No, I didn't. Oh, I was, I was going with Tupac. I was going with Tupac. Uh, that, that's yeah. I'm not mad. I was going so with Tupac. She got it. <laughs> no, put your head in there. The person who started listening to rap in 2000. Oh, Come on, Tupac was gone by then, bro. Oh my god. Talk to you. Talk to your not sister bad. up here. Talk to my sister. Hey, hey. I knew about Tupac before 2000. Let's not say that. Right. Mom likes this about that 1999. That's why I was going with Chaney, though. Chaney? I guess Chaney's good. Oh, I know what I was saying. I mean, of course you know it now. Yeah. I mean, Anyways. I'm, so, I know where I was separate from, too. Whatever. Back, whatever. Um, whatever. <laughs> Continue. Anyway. So, yeah, let's so, change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was in, I was sitting in my, um, my I'm on fire. Yeah. Actually, it was standing because I had an island. We was leaving on the island. I was like, I don't want to go to medical school. And that was the first time I had said it to my mom. It was the first time I had said it out loud. Like, you had to believe it. You, you, it, made, it made it real for you? It made yeah. it real. Not even that I had to believe it. I believed it. But it was just it just made it that more real. Like, yeah. This yeah, to say it out your mom. Yeah, like, okay, like, this I is yeah. not, that's not going to be my life. That, like, that's not what I want to do. True, true, true. And um, I was like, I think I want to do two things then. Hmm. That day, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna finish this degree because I'm three years in and I'm not about to switch my major. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But, but, um, but yeah, so I say that to say that change can be scary, it can be, um, very, it can be overwhelming sometimes. But sometimes when you feel uncomfortable, it's a good thing, it's a good thing. that means I'm you're getting out of your. That means you're getting it's out of your comfort zone. Don't necessarily feel frightened or anything like that. Because I don't, like, you know, like. That's a different feeling. That's a different feeling. Yeah. <laughs> but, to it. but, yeah, no, change definitely is a good thing. And um, I think everybody, you know, needs to go through it. Yeah, I definitely, true. I definitely agree. Being, yeah, being uncomfortable is the one thing that, like, you should be, not saying you should be comfortable being uncomfortable, but once you start being uncomfortable, you got to know. That's gonna continue if you keep progressing the right way. So like, right. so with me, like I, I work in the you know work computers. I work in the IT field, right? So I love computers. That's my thing. But I've always been like I said. I've always been a fan of comedy, and I like like way too much comedy. Like I've been so ingrained in this since I was younger. Like this is what I that's it like gets me through everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, why can't I just work with comedy? Like I know I know I can you know have a good sense of humor. I developed it over the experience yeah. and over the years, right? Thank you. Um, but like, uh, <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm, not, I'm not gonna let your negativity drag, drag my brain down. Uh, <laughs> I'm changing my attitude towards Ronnie. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, like step like so. I know I don't want to do IT for the rest of my life, right? Like, and I'm, I've, I've finally gotten to the point. Like, and telling my fam that, like my mom, of course, like they're kind of like, eh, like 
like, you know, okay, like, you know, we'll see what happens if, if it happens. But, like, I just know, like, in my heart of hearts, like, mm. what I'm doing now is what I know I should be doing because the podcast thing started, then the voice acting thing was, was coming along as it's mm. going right now. Um, so, like, all these things started happening and, like, being, like, just coming in my way, like, being able to, like, I feel like I'm going the right way. I'm, like, I've always been a radio fan, too. Yeah. Like, I can do that. Like, you know, people have been telling me over the years, like, you have a voice for radio or whatever. Mm. Now, that might be an insult because that means I have an ugly face. That's what I heard. Like, if you have a voice for radio, that means you don't look attractive. No, no, no. No, they I mean, tell you. No, I look no, no, good. No. And I hear I got a voice for radio. No, they'll tell you. <laughs> if they tell you you have a face for radio. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 I haven't heard that, so that's a good thing, I guess. No. Um, so. Mom, so I went live on my own page. Mom, I was when did you first fall in love with her? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> me? I feel like everybody no, has wanted me to. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I feel like everybody so, asked you that. So, tell us a story, tell us a story, right? <laughs> but that, is, that does describe her, though. Honestly, it was probably when I was when at I, home watching my candles. Yeah, no, no I can tell y'all. It was when I heard Reba Bedell for the first time. Word. Oh. Yeah. I had to backtrack a little bit to the whole. Um, Me too. I mean, yeah. like I listened to. Don't be wrong. I listened to hip hop records yeah. and stuff like but that. But that actually. But it wasn't, and it wasn't the year that it came out. But the yeah. first time I heard "Reasonable Doubt." I feel you. I'm gonna tell you. The you first know what? Time I fell in love with hip hop, though. I feel you. I was so. My brother had plenty of CDs. He, Damn, he almost, done changed the subject. <laughs> so he had a barber shop. He had a barber shop, so I, I was hearing plenty of music, but I think the Shout first out to time for making this change, so. it really like <laughs> I was in the car on the way to my cousin's house. Yeah, when Money Won't Follow came on. Ooh, she said, "Turn the motherfucking radio up. <laughs> <laughs> this is my shit." And I'm listening like, "Why is she so high <laughs> over this song? Like, I gotta hear it." Man, she turned the radio up. My cousin was in that joint. She just started jamming. I was like, yo. And from now on, and this was like in the mid-90s, so this one, everything was like yeah. dropping. Oh, and, oh, and like that's when I really fell in love yeah. with um, hip-hop, but I would say like that whole Tupac, Biggie, oh. like beef, like you was like, like dang, like, what's so that ever happened now? almost beat me up because um, he used to have a record player. Well, he used to have a CD player at the house. So I used to go, I used to be on punishment like so much, so I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't go out. So the only thing I could do was really listen to music. Mm-hmm. So I used to steal all his CDs out of his tub. He used to have a tub full of like compact discs, like Ja Rule, DMX, mm-hmm. everything. Um, Tupac, Double Disc, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, the gold CD, the joint with three CDs mm-hmm. in it. Oh, history, gold. History. History, fire. Boy, I went in there and just, I used to listen to everything, make my own little mix CDs. So it was just, R. Kelly, like, oh, it was everything. Mr. Big, Dang. 702, Missy. So I, I went and listened to, like, everything. He was so mad that I was just stealing his CDs and he couldn't find them. But um, whenever I make it, I plan to, like, buy them all back. I don't, you know, I, I do like, I'd rather somebody have a CD so somebody like, because think about no, it. No, wait, I was, so 
Going yeah. back and all this music coming out, and you remember how you used to like open your CD and get the book and like read, read the, read yeah, the yeah, lyrics? Yeah, yeah. Like, read the, you cannot do that. And yeah. it'd be so frustrating because I'd be like, I'm genius. Like, what did he just say? Yeah. What Trying to scroll. And then I'm saying, somebody yeah. like me. You've been looking at all of them on screen. Or you print them out. Well, you print them out. And that's all I'm saying. Somebody like me, young, I went back and listened to it. True. And how you going to do that on the that's why I don't buy audiobooks either. I'd rather buy a real book. Yeah, yeah, like, so, I need some sense of normalcy. Yeah, yeah. so I can leave it behind and somebody else could, could read it. Yeah. Word. Word. Can I, can I tell my story? Yeah, you're going to have to tell it on the next episode. Uh, so, um, thanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, 2015. Did you have to look up the song? You had to look up a song. Was it when you heard Kanye West's um, college in 2006? You know what? He was able to Google everything. (laughs) (laughs) So honestly, so I I honestly don't remember what song that like put me on like loving hip hop. I remember like my uncle, my uncle played me Tupac when I was younger, like. It was before 2000 for sure. I promise you, it was before 2000. <laughs> I just don't like it. Didn't, it just didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't hook me in though. It was just okay, cool. Like I heard Tupac. I was like, okay, cool. It didn't really hook me, right? So you know, my my aunt had been Michael Jackson since so I was like, knew all that stuff. I'm yeah. judging. You give me the judgment. I'm not. You just gonna judging. get this look. It's yeah. not. It's, I'm. A, I'm just giving you the look. I'm not judging yeah. or anything. I'm just. <laughs> so, I mean, like you know, of course, like I was in the Raiders. <laughs> I was for real. Like, I know. I, I believe you. Radio well, Disney. You well, um, I mean, Radio like, Disney. Bro, I've never. <laughs> never. Radio Disney. Never in my childhood. Never in my childhood did I ever listen to Radio actually recorded a song in Disney World. And I went. Disney World had this little studio. This was when I was like in seventh grade. We went to Disney World. <laughs> And you could record it. You could record it. your own song. It was like little words. You kind of hopped in on there. And the name of my song was called Hail Queen Ray J. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it was so, it, it was sorry. But, um. <laughs> okay, so you fell in love with hip hop in 2008. Honestly, okay, so when you joke about the Kanye thing, though, I honestly and truly feel that, because honestly, it was crazy. I heard, like, so I heard Reasonable Doubt. Uh, what year did it come out? I didn't hear what it came out. 96. Okay. None of us probably heard it. No, no, for sure. No, none of us. So, it's funny, because my mind, like, it's all business short that somebody had, like, a bunch of CDs that were given away. So, Reasonable Doubt was one. Uh, Kima, Keisha, and Pan, which I think ended up being Total, right? That was Total. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was called Total Music. Oh, and it was on um, uh, Little uh, Little C's. No, no, it's easy to Little see the thing, the world is complete or whatever, right? I had those three CDs, right? So I was listening to them. The reason without actually was like, okay, I heard her rap already before then, but I was like, it's pretty dope. It kind of got me into Jay Z a little bit. Is that dope, all you thought when you heard Reason Without? Like, oh, this is pretty listen, dope. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but actually, a lot of people slept on. I shouldn't be saying this to a Jay Z without when he but, came out. But <laughs> this is like, this is like, this is early me. So, like, again, all I knew was like Aaron Carter. And <laughs> so that's the most I knew. Did you say who let the dogs out? Ooh, the Bahamas? Yes, I was oh, fucking yeah. oh, yes, like, God. But I mean, yeah. that's, I, hey, that's hey, that was that was my shit. But like, I and I knew like Cisco thong song and stuff. But you know, it was, it was okay. on the radio. But you know, but I would honestly say Kanye actually 
probably made me really, really, really like fall in love with hip hop for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a bunch of CDs. I mean, I had like Outkast CDs. I had all that stuff like back in like uh, middle and, and uh, in high school. Because, I love that. No, I did. I did. Um, like at least, at least I was in that part. So, so that was getting me to like, of course, no Ludacris too. So all that southern music, all that kind of got me in there. Like speaking of hooked. southern music, my um, uh, my homeboy just asked me. How did being from Texas impact your music choice? Because most people aren't really looped in on artists coming from Texas. True. Um, the UGKs, the Swisher Houses, the Badus. Yeah. Honestly, like now I look back on that stuff and I'm like, yo, like that shit was banging. Like when you're like living it, yeah. you kind of like, I don't know if I took it for granted or what, but like. It didn't get you until after. You, I think when you listen to a song like years later. Yeah, I think that's what it so like, depending on what it is. Like, like now, I go back to um before the Kappa, like those um mix, those Swiss House mixtapes yeah. and things like that. Swiss and Swiss I just feel like, yo, like all this shit was popping. I think about DSR, and I hate DSR growing up. Like, <laughs> um, they that's a group out of um Dallas. Okay. Um, but now I go back and listen to them and be like, yo, they be like, man, like hold up. Like yeah, like it, it just it just makes you think about where you were yeah. when when it came out. It makes you think about what you were doing. True, like what was it at that time? Yeah, who your friends and all that stuff. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. People sometimes don't know this idea is from Dallas because she, I don't know why, because she said hey. 214 in every <laughs> song. Say- all met, over the song. I, I met Erica Badu when I was like eight or no, I, no, I had to be like ten years old. I was visiting my uncle in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, her, my, my 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 cousin and her son, well, I think seven, went to the same school, right? It's like really Afro, African-centric school, right? Mm-hmm. So it was unexpected. So I remember seeing her walk in. I was like, she looked at me one, and I was like, I was just, I was in awe. I was like, and then. I think I remember her ass back then too. <laughs> no, that was Yo. like honestly, that's that's more that's new. new. Yeah, that's kind of new. Okay. Like that's after the that was after the next two kids. Where I mean, she like hey, when she I tell just, you, she just like she had a when I tell you growing like, up oh remembering Erica, she was skinny. Like, no, I remember, I remember skinny Erica. She was thick. I think she just I think I said a month ago. Maybe I was I was like I was reaching there. And she'll tell you though. She'll tell you. She's like I ain't have all of that. She didn't. You're right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was imagining those things, but. Like her vibe was just so like I was in awe. Like, like I've never I've never like felt it's that like way about out of before. out of this world. <laughs> like, like it's definitely out of this world. She a Pisces, so she's she a Pisces, so I know she that's a that's a whole another of real goddesses for sure. For sure. But yeah, no, thanks for that. Thanks for that question. I liked all your answers, it was great. Awesome. Did you like my answer? Did you like my answer? Yeah, we got really deep. Like that we express change, but we gotta name everything change. I'm surprised you would you did not get that Tupac reference. As soon as he said it, yeah. like I knew, like I knew why he was laughing uncontrollably. I was, like, yeah. I was laughing at the change part. I was like, what? I, I, sometimes change. it takes me. Like, change is good for anyone. Change is good for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. Um, I would say, in closing, mm-hmm. uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to, you know, change if you feel. Because I, I tell you, I like honestly, I get excited about things. Yeah. But I kind of have to, even though I get excited about it, I still like go with it and embrace it because I know that something good has to be 
growing and incoming from it. And don't let, the one thing I want to say is don't let others try to change you. Um, that can be, you know, some people might see you, see an image of you that they think is best for you. Um, and it might not always be the best thing for you. I would so you, say, have to, you have to have some discernment on that. Yeah, I would say have discernment. Because somebody could be trying to not necessarily change you, but just show you something different, show you a different way. And if it fits you, and if it, and I don't want to see that way. And if it, <laughs> and if it benefits you, I say why not? Like why not? It do. I mean, you got you, you like you don't have to like fully like so like you know people change their relationships and stuff like you know if somebody might be trying to change you it's like oh I don't like this about you change this change this change this like and then by the time you change all that stuff you know you don't know you are you're like I don't know what the fuck you gonna do like, yeah like don't like yeah don't change yeah. I feel like don't change your being but. Change, you know, your you can attitude. change your surroundings, you can change your attitude, yeah. you can change. Yeah, or if, if you have a character flaw and you want to change that, change that. Sure, I mean, how do you change your sex? So, I mean, you know, whoa. And that's Too why far. I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ray, so, Ray, you have a comedy show this yes. weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I had more than nine on that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I'm Relapse Theater Saturday, uh, ten thirty. Um, they invited me back. Actually, I performed two weekends. What show is it? Uh, it's the one dollar comedy. Night. So y'all come out. Go with the dollar. Come out <laughs> and support my boy Ray Kwan at we Relapse. Yeah. Um, bring your dollar. Bring your dollar. Dollar holla. $6 if you buy the ticket online. Um, we got the flyer dollar. on the website, Squarespace. Uh, $10 at the door. Um, sure. We need to put that on the page. On the, we did. Just on a, the, um, it's on the IG page. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, yeah, come out and support him so we can win. Get Give him $10. Give him $10. Yeah. 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 We take dollars. <laughs> we, do, we, take, we like the kinds that fold. Yeah. <laughs> Not the ones that jingle. Throw it out, throw it out. Is that, is that a reference that I'm listening to? Um, <laughs> that is, um, oh, what you call it? Coming to America. I don't remember. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes, I've seen it. Don't, don't play me like that. I've seen that at least like 35 times. Don't play me like that. I don't remember that reference at all. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. I, I, like oh. that, no. Now, that's a movie. No, we can't, we can't play about oh, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Anybody else? I've seen so, Ray, give them Instagram. Um, Instagram underscore underscore R A Y Q U A N. Follow. I follow back. You do have a nice follow. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> if you cute, I follow back. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Talk to them. How do I say the Hoopers? Um uh Chris What y'all got coming up, man? Oh. Oh, I was gonna say, y'all, uh, I need to um re up my squad this summer, so <laughs> I really wasn't trying to say that on live, but I was trying to save the video, so I don't know how to save the video right now. But um yeah. I had a I had a conversation with myself and I said, so you know what? Yeah, like I don't have like yeah. Yeah. That's why No comment. Re up the squad. I feel you, hey man. I feel you. Yeah. What's your, what's your IG though? 
Changed it up on me. I guess change is good for any of us. Whatever it takes for any of y'all niggas to get up out the hood. 